actually video them. Everybody outside of me and friends of um, mine, and some may be friends of yours. Um, a subscription, a membership, make a donation, or just uh, check out the free stuff. All of the above are very much appreciated. Thank you. Um, so you can also check out the Naked Truth page to get sort of an idea of what we do here uh, on the Naked Truth here on Twitch. Um, we decide differently depending on whether you're on a laptop or a PC or a mobile device. I would say use a PC or laptop if you just enable the free and uh, the videos will stream for it's going to um, and so will happen on the Naked Truth pages there. So you can see what we do here going right this side of me, the spiritual side of me, the spiritual side of all of us, we acknowledge it and nourish it or not. Um, so we do we go um, Gospels chapter by chapter and verse by verse on the red letters because those are quotes attributed to Jesus Christ. As I always say, Christian, Christ on any subject should be the very last word. The only word that you take into consideration comes to your salvation. Um, so anyway, here, that's what we're going to pick up where we're off in the book of Matthew. Um, we went over chapter 6 that included the Lord's, the Lord's Prayer where Jesus is asked by the prayer. And he gave an example there, began with uh, God the Father um, and uh, giving honor there. But it also included something that um, scientists that may believe in intelligent design when it comes to the creation of the universe. Um, the existence of a multiple multiple universes, multiple basically you exist where you are right now, but also somewhere else identical version of you um, that exists that's taking a different life path. And what necessarily believe in God. Um, so that's sort of affirmed, and when we but we went over that in chapter um, six of Matthew with the Lord and on the part about um, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. It lets us know God's will is done on earth, and we have to pray. Done. I mean, God's will is done. Is God's will is done? We, as Christians, are supposed to pray that His will is also done here on earth. That lets us know that's not a default. His will being done on earth is not a default. It's something. We it's, a, it's what's highlighted in the Lord's Prayer, among other things. So that's what we're in chapter 6. We're on to chapter 7 now of Matthew, since it is Monday. And um, as always, um, now, anyway, um, continue watching when we finish this reading of Matthew, and God willing, we'll pick up with the book of Mark, um, also chapter 6. Um, so anyway, if you want to get your Bible along with us, be blessed. Uh, Matthew chapter 7, verse judge. Judge not that you be not judged. And that's the end of that sentence. That's the end of that verse. Very, very powerful commandment that God gives us. Uh, to judge not that you be not judged. So it can't get much plainer than that. That means if you don't want to Jesus says, if you believe in him, you'll pass from death into life. He says that in John chapter. You want to avoid the judgment that the whole world is anticipating. Uh, the best way to do it, Jesus is saying, plain and simple is don't. Judge not that you be not judged. For what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the same measure you use, it will be measured back to you. So he's saying, just as stern as you are with your judgment of other people, or just when you judging their behaviors, their words, since it's not for us to judge their souls, their spirit, 
um, all we can judge is their actions and their words. Um, that same measure that you judge other people, the same way go or um, then that's what you're going to receive. You're going to be forgiven and you're going to be let go. Now, if you're someone who believes you forgive but don't forget, at some point you're going to, you're going to be forgiven, but the things that you've done are, are not going to be forgotten. Um, and that's the good things and the bad things. Um, but um, it's basically saying we reap what we with others. And maybe I should on that and being someone who forgives and forgets. But I guess forgetting is not the issue because if it's going to happen again, you have to forgive and learn from it, I believe. So maybe that's the approach to take um, so that you don't set yourself up for the same thing to happen again. I mean, that's uh, why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye but do not consider the plank in your own eye? So that's where it comes from, where you're looking closely at what someone has done to you. But her thinking about things to other people, and if they were to come under scrutiny, then um, it just as harshly as you're then you wouldn't. Or how can you say to your brother, Let me move, let me and look, a plank is in your own eye. So it's saying, uh, Jesus is saying, Here, um, there may have something going on in their life. It says, Brother, it doesn't mean necessarily he doesn't mean male or man means your fellow man, a person, another person. You're judging the tiny speck in your brother's eye when the whole time you have a giant a being coming out of your look You're not seeing the big picture. You're overlooking the forest for the, you can't see the forest and part of it in your own eye. So you're standing there while you're closely examining someone else for whatever little thing they may be doing wrong. Um, just so you can do that, uh, you're Looking the mountain of things you yourself are guilty of. Or how can you say to your brother, see clearly out of your own out of your brother's eye? So Jesus yourself rather than focus on what someone else is doing and how they're I mean, of course that's one thing, but if you're if you're just paying someone else is doing for the sake saying, oh, that's wrong. Oh, you shouldn't be doing that. That's sort of you better to do that with yourself. Start with the man in the mirror, as my said. Do not give what is holy to the your pearls before the swine. their feet and turn and tear you in pieces. Here, something you consider holy and sacred. Don't waste that with someone who's going to consider it trash. Don't be And that's even here with um, the naked truth, no one two people are even going to see this. Um, but um, meant to see it, I believe we'll see it, and that's the whole point of it. Um, don't waste time, time trying to reach out to those who it's not for. Who, who people who are, um, they'll receive them, and those that aren't, they won't. Um, and ask, and it will be given. It will be open to you. So that's basically, I think. You know, and prayer. Um, if you ask for something, and will ask for something, it will be given to you. But he's also saying you should and that you should knock. So it's asking, seeking, knocking, saying, don't just um, ask from it, but put actions into work towards uh, actions and work towards it. Um, 
like you would if you were planting a garden. Don't just plant the seed and leave it there. Plant the seed, nourish it, it prune it, whatever you need to do, protect it. Um, don't just do it passively. Ask, and if you do those things, actions as well as asking, Jesus is saying that's the way to get um, the results that you're looking for. For everyone who asks, receives, and he who seeks, and then knocks, it will be open. So I think what Jesus is saying here is saying, particularly uh, seeking truth. And for truth, if you're really seeking the truth, you're going to find it. Um, I mean, but you, you have to look for it. And sometimes it's not even that hard. Sometimes it's as easy as book and reading it for yourself. In the case of many other truths that go on in the world, it's just a search and just knowing what term to search for. I guess that could be the tricky part. Um, like the uh, the truth is out there if you're willing to look for it. And I think that's what Jesus is saying. You have to see what man is there among you who's if his son asks for bread, we'll give him a stone. So he's saying, human nature. If there's a father and his child for bread, the father, no matter how wretched he may be, he's not going to get a child a stone to chew on instead of bread. Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a, a serpent? For a fish, Jay's dad who gives him a snake instead of a fish. Be good gifts to your how much more Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So Jesus is saying, as wretched as human nature, we have enough goodness in us. If a child, our own particularly, is asking for bread to give him a stone or rocks to chew on, or similarly, if they ask for fish, you give them some sardines, you don't give them a cobra. Even if humans, as wretched as each other, and to sometimes, how to do that for our children. He's saying, how can you not believe that God, who we believe to be our father, the creator, why would God not be at least as generous with us when we ask him for stuff? Uh, Therefore, whatever you want to do, you do also to them, for this is the law. So Jesus is saying there that the law, which basically is the Old Testament and the prophets, also mostly in the Old Testament up until John the Baptist, according to Jesus, um, Law and the prophets includes Jesus is saying they're all whatever you want to do, that's what you should do to them. Love your neighbor as yourself, basically. The golden rule. Um, and broad is the way they destruction, and there are many who go in by it. So, Jesus is saying there, the evil path, the destructive way, the wrong do is a very, very, very wide path. And there's a whole lot of people who use that path. That's what Jesus is saying there. And it's not just the ones who are religiously evil, the ones who are politically evil. It's also the ones who are financially evil. All of that. And he's saying, so it's not like you just have one thing in life that you have to make it to life everlasting. There's a lot, there's a whole of people that you can choose to go down if you want to, um, is what he's saying there. And it's a very, very wide path. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And he's saying, in contrast, wide open 
path that accepts everybody and lets everybody in it and everyone's too he's saying the path to life the that he's preaching that he's trying to tell people about uh, is narrow and that only a few are going to find it and if you look at the book of revelation it gives different numbers for different um, who are going to be counted um, in heaven, basically, in different passages. And it sounds like lots of people, um, 100 million people, but when you consider that a million people, less than one in three people, if you were, if it were going to be counted that way in America. Um, so it's not going to be basically if you were going to use America as an example. But if you were going to use even... Um, just so you know, he's saying that a whole lot of people are going to be lost. And um, actually, it sounds like it's described as a path that's chosen. So it's them to it and made to go down that path. It's a choice. Beware of clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. So this is basically what we be modern day televangelists. Many of them would probably, of course, not to judge, but just to say that that's what they're going. That's what. And some of them are in this whole coronavirus thing started to rise and um, how they would tell people, even somehow still rushing back to the people to come into physical. Um, I know, personally, I know a church where um, they've actually done much, much better than um, at-home ministries and online. And they've grown their ministry up several thousands of people watching it. Um, and so, I mean, that's a great thing. Let's you know where the true motives are. If the true motive is to just get the word and the truth out there, then having it in that building shouldn't matter. But you know that it matters because, like I said before, you saw how when that cathedral burned out last, last year, I think it was maybe early this year, how in one day, a billion dollars was raised by people I let you know there's no shortage of money, just a shortage of will to do the So basically fake teachers. Um, and you can tell they're fake if they're reading you, um, if they're different religions have different things that they call their holy book and would refer to sacred doctrine. So of course you have to buy that. If you um, believe, then I can always say it. Jesus is the last person. It'd be easy to compare with any preacher with whatever Jesus has said. Thing um, that sounds crazy to you, but then you look up and start Jesus said it. Then you just have to accept that it sounds crazy, but Jesus did say it. Something and you don't know. You look up and it turns out it's in the Bible, but Jesus didn't say it. Then you may want to think twice about it. And then if I tell you something and you look it up and it's not in the Bible at all, and that lets you know for sure it's, not, it's that person talking. So that's the turn. If something is true or false, if something said, basic, you will know them by their fruits. Do they gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from? Jesus is saying here, in nature, he's giving us an example. You won't go to a grape tree if you're looking for strawberry. You're not going to go to a strawberry vine uh, or to a peach tree if you're looking for pecan. The tree you're going to look for it from here, um, you should. You'll. Well, he's going to tell. Him. And so every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad. Tree, he's saying so. If it's a good tree, 
Every tree, a good tree, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. So it's he's giving an analogy of you. That's he's first as far as um, he's saying when he said judge not earlier. That's as far as judging their soul. In that sense, not judging their actions. This is about judging their actions. That's where you can judge their actions as if you were judging fruit. If you pick the bad, if you pick the fruit tree and it were no good, then you know bears that fruit. Uh, and you probably go on to another tree. Whereas if you pick an apple of a good tree and it's delicious, you know it's a good fruit. A good tree. So um, that's how you that's how you have to judge people by their actions. Every tree that does not bear good fruit cut down and thrown into the fire. That's an analogy. If you turn out if it turns out that God comes to you looking in your life, it turns out you're bearing bad fruit, your actions are not good, then he's going to know, I don't need to look any further. Fruit's not good, so you're no good. Similarly, if you got, if your judgment comes, your final judgment experience. After you pass away, it could be judgment that arises in yourself right now in life. And it turns out that hanging from your tree, then you can almost expect outcomes from the things you're doing, because that's what that's how it goes. You reap what you sow. If you sowed good seeds, you bear good fruit. If you sow bad seeds, as in bad bear bad fruit. Not everyone, therefore by their fruits, you will know them. So he said, that's how you could be the fruit inspector. By its fruit, excuse me. Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he does the will of my Father in heaven. So Jesus is saying, it's not going to be that you say, proclaim to be Christian and call Jesus your Lord. It's going to be more than that. He's saying it's going to be, there's, it's most likely it's going to be that you need to have some, some fruit, not just words. Lord, we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name done in your name. So he's going to say there's going to be people who've done all these things in your name. And, and then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice this. So he's saying that they break them and this is already told us the laws are summed up in love your neighbor as yourself. Do on others as you'd have them do to you. Love the Lord uh, and soul, then that lets us know they're tending to those commandments, and that's what he's saying. They're not doing that; they're doing things in a pretense, and just to say that they're Christians. They're not Christians at all. For whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken Um, if you're gonna if you're gonna um consider his sayings and his teachings. And try and live them. He's saying that's a very wise thing to do. It'd be like building your house on a rock solid foundation. And the rain descended. The floods came. And the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall before it was founded. So Jesus is saying even though the storms of life came against that house. Because it was a solid foundation. The house didn't fall. Similarly, that's how I think he's saying your faith has to be. The only way you're going to be able to build excuse me, shakeable Christian faithfulness will be to follow Christ's word. 
Otherwise, I don't think anyone else, other teachings, even our Christ, is gonna it's gonna be a storm against your own faith because there are contradict what Jesus told you to do, and that's where it comes down to a personal about your soul and what you want to do about your salvation and what you want to accept as what's truthful and what's uh, just preaching. Someone else is preaching command, something that Jesus actually condemned in chapter 15. So um, just something to consider <clears throat> of what Christ had to say about things, then you're building on a foundation now, everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not be like a fool on the sand. So that's not good. Jesus is letting you know if you're not going to build on his words, if you aren't going to take his words as the foundation of your Christian house, of what you're building, building it foolishly, you're building it in sand. And that's terrible. You're, you're, it's setting yourself up. Like I said, among other things, there are contradictions, and the contradictions are not the Doubts, or build on your doubts, eat at your faith, and make you not bear any good fruit. Floods came and the winds blew and beat on that Come along and challenges to your faith and to what your belief system is and what it is you think the truth is. When those come along, if you're what you're believing, not building, he says specifically his sayings. If you're a Christian, Things, but you're building on Paul's sayings, or what your mom told you, or what you believe is the right thing, or what the preacher told you. If you're believing on all those things and none of those things line up with what Jesus said, then you're building your house on sand. And it's only just it's a matter of time before long that down. And I mean literally that because you may be but faithfully on what Jesus had to say. So you're so when that moment comes, just like he said before, he's going to say, uh, I never knew you depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. So it's, again, it's always it's like the multiverse uh, theory that astrophysicists said um, could possibly exist. Similarly, like in chapter 6, it's to you. It's the, create, it's the reality you create. And um, it begins with you, what you believe, what you say, what you and so it was, Jesus had ended these things, the people were astonished at his teaching. For he told them to say to them, because they the scribes were teaching as people who studied it to try and figure out what it like it would probably help design it, if not created it. So anyway, that ends the along with me. I hope it was a blessing for you. Enjoy it while it's up here. Maybe even make a copy of it. Preserve it for yourself. They were not up here. And um, if you like, you can listen along. I'm going to end this reading here and we're going to go up in March after um, separate um, indexing and everything. Um, so join me there in just a moment. We'll start that stream if you like. Um, and God willing, join me on John and Luke, those Gospels, and Saturday where we'll pick up where we left off in the book of Revelation. Be safe, take care of yourself. Before I let you go, it's um, it's it's so sad to see that a meaning 
enough. This person was trained to do this. So he knows it's probably the first time he did it. So he knows that it's legal and eight minutes and 46 seconds on one's neck. More than five minutes after the person completely stopped moving to say, oh, this could kill the person. He had the experience to know, presumably to know that. And he saw it happen. All of that is still not enough to say that's pretty and kill him. He's not the first degree murder. Let's the world know where black where black lives count on the on the scale and in the American society. And sadly, it's not very high. So shown in them to throw the book at him like we would if his name was Tyrone or Jamal. They don't intend to do that at all. They intend to let them say that while he's dying here to please I myself couldn't even I wouldn't would listen to I don't watch such evil those kind of films you can't unsee you can't unhear and they'll haunt you um at least me with me so um, it's, it's a shame that that's how the world is and that's how the United States is and that they expect people to put when clearly it's not justice for all and I said before about um, uh, the protest site, the Supreme Court versus the president. I meant to say the Senate versus the president. If they're able to cite that in, in their pleas when they're uh, facing which they probably will, because you have to look at the big picture of things and then I'll let you go, that this is about so much more than the person on all those people who don't agree with that and indexing them in the system. Because now, and I've to myself, now those people, particularly the black people, unfortunately, especially the black people, the record is going to follow you for the rest of life, And it will be the license that any employer will be able to use to say, oh, well, you might be super qualified. You might be the best. We're going to pass on giving you a job. And like I said, I've experienced this myself. Police department, when I went looking for a job there some years back and passed. So the flying colors uh, was the uh, the only one early for the interview. Sell in the interview even by the own um, uh, the interviewer standing and was offered the job and I passed on for a long time because I know the kind of discrimination that people like me, whether it be transgender, who receive from even black people because black lives don't matter even to black people if the life is transgender. Unfortunately, way too often. Um, but even just back, um, that those things are going to haunt you. And really what about, they're using this to index you system that um, will follow you. White people will be able to get away with going in another chance, in a second chance, as um, um, justice warriors. They don't give zero. With, we don't have to hire you. And once they don't hire you, then you're going to have to deal with trying to find out. You can't get a job because they won't hire you. Good luck getting in government benefits. Unless they've changed them with all of these people applying since they've been unemployed, require you to be working or in school. So a whole lot of people are in for some horror. To take that long to, uh, to process murder uh, when you have it on video. You know, clearly knowing what they're doing, that's premeditation enough. It'd be pretty premeditation enough if it were anyone else. If someone had eaten it, 
gather what they needed to burn a house down. If they had the that new fire could burn a house down, that'd be premeditation enough. He had the training enough to know they're leaning on kill them. I don't see how that's not premeditation. Anyway, I appreciate you reading along with me. And Mark, and another time, be safe. And right there, wash your hands. Thanks. Peace.